Welcome to the Messy Life Mighty Love Podcast. I am Abby, your host, storyteller, fellow Messy Life journeyer, and friend. I come to you today from a place of feeling lost, an orphan, with both of my parents now gone from this life. It's a place I will speak from until I am with them again. Thank you for coming to this hallowed space with me. You are listening to episode 48, part one of a series called Messy Grief. Today I share about the acute and profound elements of grief. It would be an honor if you would listen in. Grief is part and parcel of this life. It is the messy imprint of the death that entered the world through our first parents. We are lost so often in profound grief. It is hard to imagine life without it. For grief characterizes many of our actions and movements in this life. Today I begin this series on grief. It's not an uplifting topic on the surface, but for all who believe in the Jesus who overcame the deepest darkness, grief is a surprising doorway to hope and the kind of guts we need to live this life freely and truly. If you follow me anywhere on social media or listen to last week's podcast, you know I am fresh in the heavy grief of losing my daddy. Yes, my daddy. I am well into my 40s and he was daddy to me always. Such a picture of Abba love. So these are days of acute and profound grief when the loss is so fresh. And honestly, for me, it can, it can be some of the most straightforward time in the grieving process. So it can be, though I very much hesitate to say it, the easier, more straightforward part of the journey. It's when you feel it's okay to say you are grieving. It's when others remember your grief. It's when the tears are at the ready, often though not always. And so you experience the depth of emotion which honors the grief. But too, this can be the hardest time of grief, as sometimes you can barely breathe amidst it. As you can imagine, the pain is square in your chest, acute and profound, and as you most likely have experienced as well. And the missing is so very pure and potent in its effect on you. As I think about my grief related to my daddy, in these fresh days, it looks something like this the tears pricking my eyes, though not all out sobbing. The emotion swells as the first birthday card arrives from my stepmom's return address without my dad's name on it. It comes in unpacking my suitcase after much time from the trip for his memorial service. As I pull out those flannel lounge pants he wore in those last days, I hug them tight, tear up, And it's like a bellows inwardly as I take in the hard, hot breath of grief. It's seeing his name in my phone and not being able to call to hear his voice on the other end. The longing intensifies as I remember those many answered calls and the hearty, beautiful prayers for me, even though he'd already prayed for me that morning with the same strong, full-hearted faith. It's remembering our talks about the book I will soon publish without his being here to experience the fruit of it, for which he fervently prayed. Though abating, there are still moments of shock that it is actually true. I've held his hand for the last time, heard his live voice for the last time. 
I've received a warm hug or snuggled close on his chair for the last time, for the last time. Yes, the loss feels acute and profound in this moment as I remember. Yet the surprising reality of experiencing this straightforward grief is that the compassionate heart of God is so very close to our open brokenheartedness. His touch of hope can be felt, yes, in the same way, acutely and profoundly. Maybe it isn't felt easily by you or by me, but he cannot leave us simply in the pain of the loss as we cry desperately for more to the story. Because he is so about his son, the work of his resurrection, he can't help but remind us that there is indeed much more to the story. In this meeting of our broken hearts, we often don't have the reserve to fight him or lash out against him. We say with that desperate voice of Peter, to whom else will we go? You alone have the words of life. And his words are resolute towards our anchoring in home. I feel there must be a caveat if the death of a loved one or your own heart doesn't know the hope of Jesus. The hope of which I speak is only true through the life, death, and resurrection of the perfect Son of God. If you are experiencing grief without this assurance, would you open your heart to Jesus today? Even if you are uncertain if your loved one died in Jesus, will you receive the hope today of your every tear being forever wiped away by the same Savior who promises to do just this when we land safe in his arms as our journey of faith has become sight? For this Jesus, he is the hope of our burning, needy, acute, and profound grief. In other words, he is the ever-penetrating light of his love in the darkness of our grief. And his light, this love, this overwhelming love will never, ever, ever be overcome. Thank you for listening and sharing in these thoughts on grief. I welcome any feedback you may have about your own grief. You may email me at abigail.oleman at gmail.com. That's abigail, A-B-I-G-A-I-L dot Oleman, A-L-L-E-M-A-N at gmail.com. Or find me on Instagram at abigail.oleman and send a direct message to me. Regardless of your place in grief, may this time here be a space for hope and a sense of community around our common grief that is so part and parcel, again, of being human. And thus, may you consider these few minutes of listening be time well spent. For more from me, my journey with mental illness, my thoughts on grief, and many other things about which I have written, visit my website, abigailoleman.com, spelled just like my email, but without the dot in the middle of Abigail and Oleman. There are some free resources there, and soon I will make a resource on grief available, so keep listening for this humble offering. I would like to leave you with a quote from Henry Nouwen from Turn My Sorrow Into Dancing. Suffering invites us to place our hurts in larger hands. In Christ, we see God suffering for us and calling us to share in God's suffering love for a hurting world. The small and even overpowering pains of our lives are intimately connected with the greater pains of Christ, 
Our daily sorrows are anchored in a greater sorrow and therefore a larger hope. Again, that's Henry Nowen. Oh, friend, may God's grace, kindness, and infinitely vast love be near to you in your spaces of grief, as I trust they will be close to me too. I would love to be here with you in this sacred space next time.